Man alive, it's episode five. <laughs> Not going to lie to you, lads. I don't know how long these jingles are going to last, but you're look it. Uh, yesterday, I spoke a bit about emotional intelligence again. The whole idea of kind of being awareness and being in tune with the mood that you're in and noticing your own mood and other people's mood and all that jazz. And I'm going to move on a little bit from that, but keeping with the same theme, if that makes sense. So earlier on today, a mate of mine sent me a link. It's to a guy called Stephen Murphy, and it's called, um, I don't know if it's a spoken word piece or a poem. It's only two or three minutes long, but I highly recommend you all listen to it. It's fucking fantastic. It's called Before You Push the Chair. Now, content warning, Before You Push the Chair is a suicide reference, so it's not exactly the most uplifting of um, of things. Um, I won't, I'm not going to explain what Before You Push the Chair means, because the last thing I want this to become is some sort of fucking suicide step-by-step guide or tutorial okay been there what an advisor and um, but what i'm laboring to get across here is during it and over and after it and like for a minute after i had stopped listening to it i, I felt i felt kind of sick i felt like fucking how did i feel you know that noise that Sideshow Bob makes whenever he walks into a wall or steps on a rake or something? That, <laughs> well, that before you push the chair piece makes my soul go, <laughs> and not in a good way. So, was listening to that in the car, and it was still going when I reached where I was going to, within 5k, easy on people. And so I was sitting in the car listening to it, and it finished, and I kind of went holy fuck, Jesus Christ, I wasn't expecting something like that to to hit me as hard as it did, because it fucking hit me deep. It's years old, I've heard it several times before, but there was a good year or two since having heard it the last time, and it's just, it's fucking gripping. It's brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. I highly recommend everyone fucking listen to it and send it to somebody else. It's class, but it's uplifting. It's not. So, I was sitting in the car after listening to it, kind of going, ooh, to myself, and going, Jesus. And I, I quickly went to my phone, got Spotify, hit shuffle, and the first tune that came on was, oh, some pull the linchpin tune from fucking Green there, or something. I was like, ooh, Jesus, no, not right now, no, I need something a little bit better. And as it happens, the next tune was called How You Like Me Now by The Heavy. Now, I'm actually going to play a little bit of it for you, just to get, a, hopefully this will get across, Maybe you you've, maybe you're familiar with the tune, maybe you're not, and if you're not familiar with it, hopefully listening to this will give you an idea of the upliftingness of it, say. What a fucking absolutely banging tune, man. I fucking love it. Holy shit, like my heart is fucking racing. I'm only after listening to 10 seconds of it. It's an incredible tune. It's fucking a banging, kicking belter of a fucking piece. And the reason that I'm fucking mentioning these two and putting them side by side is there's a a well-known expression that's you are what you eat. But I think you are what you consume is a far better expression because number one first and foremost it encapsulates you are what you eat 
Okay, so it's automatically better. But you are what you hear. You are what you do. You are what you say. You are whatever you're immersed in. You, you are whatever you consume. So whether you listen to something like Before You Push the Chair 10 times a day or whether you listen to something like How You Like Me Now 10 times a day, that's going to literally change the type of person that you are. Not if you do it for the one day. But if you do it over time, incrementally, it will have a massive effect on you. I did a weights training session this morning for the first time in years. I'm, I'm not big into, into lifting weights. So all my exercises over the year have been like 99% body weight. But I'm using this six-week period of lockdown to get into something new, basically. I'm not completely brand new. I'm, I'm adding it to my... It's another string to my bow, as they say. So... The thing about lifting weights, one thing, again, that I kind of noticed only this morning is after the workout, your your, your body is, is literally inflated. I think it's called a pump, getting a, a pump on. I'm not au fait with weightlifting terminology, so sorry to all the meatheads out there. But I think it's called a pump. And what a pump is, is if I was wearing a loose-fitting t-shirt before the workout, I was fucking bursting out of it at the end of it you're literally swollen it's you know when you when you flex a muscle and it gets bigger well this is like every muscle in your body is flexed but you're not flexing anything so you just you basically look jacked for i don't know maybe an hour or two after the workout why am i mentioning this i did a workout earlier on and i got that pump and i felt bigger i think swollen or swole for all you weightlifting heads out there it was a great feeling, and I caught myself in the mirror when I was going, and I was like, Jesus, like, fucking hell, like, that's, that's fucking, that's mad, I could get used to that sight, like, it was fucking great. But the thing about that is, doing it once isn't enough. You have to do it every day, and again, you're not going to become depressed if you listen to Before You Push The Chair. You fucking are if you listen to it ten times a day for six weeks. I'm obviously not recommending that, but... On the opposite side of the spectrum there, if you were to listen to, not specifically how you like me now but the heavy, but if you're, if you gravitate more towards uplifting songs like that and you listen to that all the time, the likelihood of your mood being generally better than somebody who listens to pull the linchpin kind of stuff, like the, the difference is going to be noticeable over time. And it works both ways, okay? So... What I mean by that is if you listen to depressing stuff, you'll become depressed. If you listen to uplifting stuff, you won't become as depressed, okay? And there's a a guy I'm a massive fan of, uh, Jordan Peterson, and he harks on about this idea of having a heaven to strive for and a hell to avoid. And I think that's that's what this is, okay? I have a, a habit, a good habit, I might add, of doing a best and worst case scenario for whatever it is ahead of me. So for this podcast, just speaking off the top of my dome, for this podcast... Best case scenario, hundreds of millions of listeners worldwide and you change the way society and culture uh, happens. You know, stupid reaching for the stars kind of stuff. Worst case scenario, like what? People, I say it too much and people don't like it and that kind of depresses me or whatever. So you have a, 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 a best case scenario and a worst case scenario. The idea being that you do what you can to avoid the worst case scenario but you have to define it you have to think to yourself what what am i going to look like who am i going to be in 10 years time if i keep going the way i'm going and probably the most important thing to remember here is that you get to decide 
but increasingly less so. It's, it seems to me that these days, and increasingly so, the landscape of our lives is pointing us in the direction of hell. You know, Trump, Boris, COVID, global warming, deforestation, the seas choked with plastic, ecological collapse, species extinction. The end of, wor- the, end of the world has never seemed closer. Why? Why is that? Personally, I think a big part of it is that we've become detached from ourselves. We're buzzing around like buzzing bees, severed from our souls, amputees. And we're completely unaware of it for the most part. And again, being aware of something is the first is the first step in taking a first step, or taking a second step, should I say. How are you supposed to take your second step when your first step is being aware of something, but you're not aware of it? We're, become, we're being frog-marched towards hell. That's what I think. And I don't mean, you know, by our politicians or by them. I, I think we're doing it to ourselves. I really do. I think we're being frog-marched towards hell by ourselves. And all it takes is the informed and conscious decision to go, fuck that. No. To, to take two seconds away from the busyness of our lives, which is the real gift of this lockdown. It's giving us the time to think. And again, time, to me, it's like a tool. You know, is a hammer a good or a bad tool? Well, if you crack someone over the head with it, it's a bad one. If you build a fucking mansion with it, it's a good one. And time is the same thing. If you use time to reevaluate the trajectory of your life and where you're going and where you're headed and where you're maybe dragging your wife and kids or husband and kids or boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever it is, time can give you, the time we have now, this six weeks lockdown, is just the probably the best chance you'll ever get in your entire life to reevaluate what you're doing, how you're doing it, and to maybe pick a different target. Or maybe pick a target. I think that's the problem with most people. It's certainly been my problem for the longest time. I hadn't a target. I had nothing to aim at. I was kind of going, 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 but, you know, not really going in any particular direction. And this podcast is only a bit part of my efforts to organize my own mind, my own consciousness, my own life, and by default, those around me. Those people that are around me are the people that I interact with, whether it's in the real world or whether it's in fucking podcast land or wherever it is. But the better I can make me, the better my wife is going to be, the better my kids are going to be, the better my wider community and the fucking world at large is going to be. So... If you're enjoying what I'm doing and you're doing it yourself, let me know. I'm off the lead at gmail.com. If you like this kind of stuff, if you're enjoying it, send it to someone. I don't mean share it far and wide to everyone so no one notices or passes any attention. Send it to someone specifically if you think that they get value out of it and say, listen, have a listen to this. I'm enjoying it. I think you'll enjoy it. It's up your street and I'll chat to you tomorrow.